the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The John Steigerwald Show, sponsored by Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. Demand the yellow van. Portions of today's program may be pre recorded. I used to like Nick Cannon. I'm a big fan of the television show America's Got Talent. Actually, it starts uh, this year, this season, next Monday night, I think. Anyway, I think it's one of the best shows on TV. Maybe I'll explain why someday. But Nick Cannon was the last good host they had. He was great at it. He quit that job, and he's on to other things, making millions of dollars because, well, he's a really talented guy. But he also has 12 kids, which would be interesting and maybe a nice story if he had them with, you know, one or maybe two women. But he's had them with six women. One of them was his wife. I, th- I think it's only one, and that was Mariah Carey, with whom he had two. Now, there's a story today, I saw it on foxnews.com, that he's not paying government-mandated child support for the kids. There was a controversy about that, but he's defending himself by saying he's paying a lot more than the government would require him to do, so maybe that's not an issue. He's got lots of money. What's, what's it, what is an issue, though, is that uh, Cannon is considered by so many in the media to be cute, you know, for having all these kids. You know, what, what a rascal that Nick is. <laughs> he just keeps having those babies. You know, what a guy. What a crazy guy. Of course, with him, who they say is worth about $100 million, the kids being supported, as I said, probably isn't an issue. He says they'll have all the money they ever need. Of course, that, you know, what they won't have is a real father. Maybe all the money they have access to will make that a minor issue. But the point is, with fatherless young males being the number one issue for blacks right now, it's probably not a good idea to celebrate a guy who's had 12 kids with six different women. He has actually had two women, uh, neither of whom was his wife, pregnant at the same time. He had twin sons born on June 14, 2021, and another son to a different mother born on June 23rd, nine days later. And I've seen him proudly talk about it on television. Now, this used to be something that a man wouldn't want to be made public. Uh, and, and by the way, when he'd be talking about that, the times that I've seen him talking about it, whoever was interviewing him was acting like it was a wonderful story. And <laughs> this Nick Meyer, what a crazy guy. How many kids you got now, Nick? Um, so I uh, as I said, this used to be something that a man wouldn't want to be made public, not because he you know, would be really embarrassed by it, but because it would make it harder for him to meet more women. But apparently he doesn't have a problem with that. I mean, he's up to six, okay? And they know, everybody know, he's Nick Cannon. Everybody knows who he is, and they know he's had uh, six, uh, 12 kids with six women. So you want to go out on a date with this guy? Anyway, but Nick has no shame about it, and why should he? He's a celebrity who's become as well-known for impregnating women as he has for any of his other talents, which are many and great. That says a lot about what's going on in the world right now, I guess. Anyway, when we come back, the NAACP says it's dangerous for black people to travel to Florida and uh, has issued a travel advisory. We'll talk to a black person who lives in Florida and says that it's an unbelievably stupid move by the NAACP. And in our second half hour, a World War II hero from Elwood City has had a movie made about him. And it's written and directed by a guy from Elwood City. We'll hear about the premiere of that movie coming up in Zealot Opal this weekend. Stick around. Wouldn't it be great to work in a place that makes a positive impact on the people, businesses, and churches around you? That place exists. I know because I work there. My name is Cassie, and I'm the Digital Marketing Specialist with Salem Media Group in Pittsburgh. Right now, Salem Surround has an opening for one talented salesperson to join our team. Is that you? We'll bring the training. You just bring the talent. An understanding of digital marketing and some direct sales experience will definitely help you stand out. What are you waiting for? 
take the first step to a career that is challenging, rewarding, and helps to create terrific results for our amazing customers. Join the sales team at Salem Media Group Pittsburgh. Email your resume to brad.marshall at salempittsburgh.com. That's brad.marshall at salempittsburgh.com. Salem Media Group is an equal opportunity employer. Are you a writer who's devoted your time to writing a book with Christian morals behind it but need help to get it published? Maybe you wrote a children's book, your memoirs, a devotional, or a mystery with strong moral values at its core. Covenant Books has helped faith-based authors publish, edit, and sell their books through Christian bookstores and major online book retailers. Plus, if you call now at 800-255-9500, we're offering a free writer's guide to help you through the publishing process. Our experienced and dedicated staff will review and notate your manuscript with an editor's eye. Then our page does Designers will format your book to create the appropriate experience for your readers. And if needed, Covenant's talented illustrators will bring your book to life. Most importantly, Covenant Books will help tell your story by printing, marketing, and distributing your book through specialty Christian bookstores and major online book retailers like Amazon, Apple, and many others. Covenant Books, let us help tell your story. For your free writer's guide, call 800-255-9500. That's 800-255-9500. 800-255-9500. Did you know that most adults with autism are unemployed and a major hurdle is the lack of job opportunities? Well, that's about to change. Thanks to a new initiative from Autism Speaks, Lee Container, the J. Donald and Laurel Lee Family Foundation Fund and Delivering Jobs that seeks to create a more inclusive workforce in the U.S. Lee Container is a family-owned business that has found success by staying true to the golden rule, treat others as you would want to be treated. There are hundreds of thousands of people with autism and people with intellectual or developmental differences who are ready and willing to work in our communities. Our coalition is committed to hiring an inclusive workforce, providing training for hiring professionals, and providing guidelines for all employees. Together, we can create a workforce where people of all abilities can contribute and thrive. Will you join us? We are inviting other businesses, institutions, and community leaders to join in. To learn more, please visit autismspeaks.org employment. Are you considering a unique way to enhance your investment knowledge this year? Then sign up today for the all-inclusive Eagle Financial Publications Cruise. Along with our trusted partner, The Money Show, we're setting sail this December to explore some of the most beautiful and unspoiled destinations in the Caribbean. But this is no ordinary vacation. It's a chance to learn from top Eagle financial experts like best-selling authors George Gilder, Mark Skousen, and others who will be hosting a series of workshops and seminars throughout the trip. Imagine lounging on the sun deck while discussing investment strategies with like-minded individuals or enjoying a gourmet dinner at the same table with one of our leading financial authorities. This once-in-a-lifetime cruise is a perfect way to combine education and relaxation to achieve your investment goals. This cruise will sell out quickly, so visit EagleFinancialCruise.com today to learn more and to secure your cabin. That's EagleFinancialCruise.com. Eagle Financial is a division of Salem Media Group. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. Now, Florida must be a really bad place. Uh, Liberals hate it. They really hate the governor, Ron DeSantis, who could be announcing a run for president any minute now. And the NAACP says black people should avoid going there. The board of directors issued a formal travel advisory. Marie Fisher is a member of the Black Leadership Network Project 21, and she joins us now. Marie, thanks for coming on the show. Oh, thank you for having me. So you live in Florida now, and you're black. Um, does this mm-hmm. war- does this warning from the NAACP have you planning to move anytime soon? Oh no, because I just moved here in October. Oh, no way. <laughs> <laughs> so, it, what about the NAACP? Though, are you advising your friends and family to stay away? Oh no, I'm told to come down. <laughs> come down to a friendly, open state that. Believe in people, believe in individuality, doesn't believe in victimhood. <laughs> yeah, so um, so just your your reaction when you saw that the NAACP came out with this advisory, and you're living down there and happy. I, I thought it was ridiculous. I really did. I mean, they initially came out with something earlier in the year, and me and my husband laughed at it. And then I heard the official advisory, and I just thought... This is purely ridiculous. This is purely them being in their feelings because 
first of all, they got upset because the governor didn't want to approve a African-American AP course. Uh, mind you, here in Florida, you are required to take an African-American history course in order to graduate. So that's already been on the book, more so than probably any of the other states. And I'm pretty sure, you know, I come from Baltimore. Mm-hmm. That's where I moved from. I'm originally from Tennessee. I moved from Baltimore. They don't even require that in Baltimore. And that's what we near where what NAACP, one of their headquarters was at one point. They don't require that in Maryland, but they did require it here in Florida. Yet this is a dangerous state for black people to be in or of what they call people to be in. Yeah, well, I I see that Florida has been great for black owned businesses. So um, uh, maybe the best in the country, but but, right. It's been also great for education. I mean, Florida also just voted to do vouchers where parents can choose the education for their children. And it's been proven time and time again when that's been enacted. Who does it benefit the most? Black students. Yeah, well, and it's interesting because the NAACP hates vouchers because they are uh, in love with Democrats, and Democrats hate vouchers. So, Well, the- teachers' unions hate vouchers, and teachers' unions support Democrats, and mm-hmm. Democrats support the NAACP, so that's why they all hate vouchers. Uh, God forbid people get a good education yeah you wouldn't want that so um but as i said it's 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 been great for black owned businesses the Mm -hmm. naacp by virtue of telling black people they should stay away from florida they're they're how does how is that helping the the black owned businesses down there it's not it's not i mean when you look at it look at what naacp has done probably in the last 50 years where have they actually benefited Black Americans? Yeah, well, you, honestly, I, I don't know. I, you're as a Black person yourself. I would think that you would know that much better than me, a, a white guy up here doing a radio show. So, <laughs> right? So, but it, it's not. It's been politics. It mm-hmm. has not been about helping Black Americans. It's been about politics because, like I said, the same NAACP came against the vouchers, and they came against. You know, the AP African-American course is not about black history. They want to specify into a gay black history or, you know, uh, and, you know, they want to get rid of DEI here in Florida, which for me is fine because what DEI does is not about diversity and inclusion because DEI, one thing, I'm also Jewish. A lot of times DEI is anti-Jewish, anti-Israel anti-anything except for certain groups. So it's not promoting equality. It's putting one group up while pulling another down. And that's not, you know, that's not what Dr. King was for. That's not what my parents fought for. That's not what my grandparents fought for. Yeah, and um, that's one of the things that DeSantis gets so much criticism from, uh, from the media, the, the mostly, the, well, the non-Fox, non-Newsmax TV networks, um, they they jump on the 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 DEI, and the, uh, the, the, the you will hear from them that he is. Bl- you would think if if you don't watch if you watch the wrong network, <laughs> CNN, MSNBC, and some of the others, if you watch those networks, you would think that Ron DeSantis has outlawed the teaching of the existence of slavery in America and the you know for for two hundred years. And that's what frustrates me is because nobody will actually research. They just listen to what legacy media tells them, and they take that as fact. Instead of opening a book, go talk to people. You know, I'm pretty sure everybody knows somebody in Florida because we get we have, you know, we're growing in leaps and bounds. Yeah. And if the state's so bad, why is it that we're getting what I think it's averaging a hundred thousand new people each month mm-hmm. are moving into Florida. Yeah. Hundred thousand. Yeah. So, and one thing my daughter, one thing my daughter noticed, and I'll, I'll be honest, my daughter is she's biracial, but she's mm-hmm. like, "Mom, everybody's so nice and so friendly down here." I said, "Because <laughs> they're not miserable." <laughs> yeah. Well, you. Why did you uh, choose to move there from Baltimore? Uh, well, I've wanted to live here for a couple of times, even before the pandemic. It was a nice state. I knew a lot of people here. 
it's warm, mm -hmm. it's friendly, it's growing, and COVID, so anything like that made Florida grow even more. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And during COVID, I realized it's a free state. It is a free state where you actually can speak your opinions and not worried about being shut down or maligned or canceled, where people actually can be individuals. People can be Americans. Mm -hmm. Well, Florida um, is what America should be, you say, in my opinion. You say you came from Baltimore. Uh, would it oh, make God. more sense for the NAACP to have uh, issued a, a travel advisory for everybody, not just blacks, to Baltimore? Oh, God, yes. Haven't yet. I mean, I had friends who were, and I lived in the Ninth area. I lived in, like, Park Heights, uh, Pikeville area. My neighbor across the street was carjacked in front of his house by a 12- and 15-year-old. I'm sorry, armed carjacking. And so, and they, it could, they, he could have um, issued a travel advisory for Chicago or mm -hmm, New Chicago. Orleans. Detroit, New Orleans, Memphis, uh, Los Angeles, San Francisco, New York. Well, is there, I, I, I haven't, uh, this is kind of a new thing with this, the NAACP. I think it just, I don't, it's only been a couple of days that uh, this advisory has been out there. But um, are, there, are, are, there, are there people in the media pushing back on this? Is, that, is anybody, I mean, I guess, well, here's what Derek Johnson the president and CEO of the NAACP says in, in the uh, release about the advisory. Under the leadership of Governor DeSantis, the state of Florida has become hostile to black Americans in indirect conflict with, uh, a democratic, with, dem with democratic ideals that, are, that our union was founded upon. He should know that democracy will prevail because its defenders are prepared to stand up and fight. We are not backing down, and we encourage our allies to join us in the battle for the soul of our nation. That's some pretty dramatic stuff, especially when it's based on something that he's completely wrong about. Well, first of all, if he knew anything, we're not a democracy. That's one or number this one, right. <laughs> this country is a republic. Right. And all he's fighting against is so other groups are not maligned. Because if you look in a lot of the DEI over and over again... Your stories are coming out. I remember the lady came out of California. She was in charge of their DEI. And she was talking about, she noticed groups were included, and she said, hey, what about what Jews have gone through? She was removed from her position. She sued, fought, and got it back. But that said volumes. And this lady was black who said something. Hmm. So all these people who are pushing DEI, a lot of them are going to find themselves, if they keep pushing and pushing, they're going to find themselves out of jobs. Because, first of all, our nation was built off of hard work, people who work hard. DEI is going to end up saying, well, because you're this race or you're this group or you're that group, you deserve whatever. Forget about, you know, Dr. King spoke of about your character. This is not about character. This is just about what you look like or what you represent or what you identify as. We're talking to and Marie. That's not Go ahead. What this country is built on. No, we're talking to Marie Fisher. She's a member of the Black Leadership Network Project 21. She lives in Florida, and the NAACP has issued an advisory um, to black Americans to not travel to Florida. Now, uh, first of all, you know, I mentioned how well uh, black businesses are doing there, and you mentioned how, uh, the, the, the education and the other things that you like about it. This all seems so counterproductive. Um, could it be blamed on, on a knee-jerk reaction and ignorance of, you know, of what's actually happening in Florida, uh, and as you said, a lack of research, or just pure politics? Is it just politically the right thing to do for the NAACP to say this because they don't want to see Ron DeSantis be president? Exactly. Exactly. Because what people don't realize, if I recall, didn't, oh, what's his name, the governor in Texas, didn't he also outlaw DEI? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do we hear them saying anything to him? Not Well, I'm sure they don't like it, but uh, they're not advising people not to travel there. Right. And they, when did they do this advisory? Saturday. When is DeSantis expected to announce his run for president? This week. Yeah, any, any minute Think now. about it. Yeah. Yep. So this is pure politics. 
But here's the this is the thing, Marie, um, that I don't get, and that's why I'm glad that you, uh, the people at uh, Black Leadership Network, provide uh, their members like you as a guest because um, I don't think you see often enough the uh, other side of these stories. So many people out there will see that the NAACP says something, and they just, especially I think white people, would automatically think, well, mm-hmm. that's right, that, that, that DeSantis might look at what the NAACP says, a, a black should stay as far away from that guy as they can. Um, but they're just, uh, it's, how do you get more people, and I, I guess I'm talking about more black people, to stand up and be heard and, and, and demand that this, the other side of the story be told? It's hard because people are afraid. It, it, it doesn't matter what people are, you know, I'm involved in different groups. And a lot of people are afraid to speak up, whether they're black, whether they're, you know, I have friends who are gay who want to speak up against the transgender. Mm-hmm. I have, you know, you have a lot of people who are just afraid to speak up because, unfortunately, cancel culture is so strong that you are drowned out almost any time you want to stand up. But people need to realize the more of us that stand up and speak up, the less they can ground us out. Well, and, and the NAACP has been around a long time, and it may have been very useful in the beginning and done a lot of good things for everybody, especially black people. But if it's is it has it become counterproductive now and just actually um, a negative because it has it's living off its its reputation of being very much um, in favor of black people and an advocate for the cause that black people have, but now they're using that reputation that they've built to be counterproductive because too many people now do listen to them and they're, and they're giving people bad advice. That's that's pretty dangerous, actually. It is pretty dangerous. I mean, if they really were doing anything, they would be suing the school system. You know, I know I have a friend who is suing the school system of Baltimore because of the because of the education, the education his children are not getting. If the NAACP really want to do something, they will be suing these school systems to make sure black children, black children, white children, it doesn't matter. that these children would get the education that we need, they deserve. Because I remember growing up, the United States, I believe, was 17th when it came to math competency. Now I believe we're like in the 20s worldwide. Mm-hmm. What happened? I thought we were all working so hard and all these, everything that keeps getting instituted to move us forward. We are going backwards. Well, then there's... And black children. Yeah, and, and you're, you're from Baltimore, uh, where they had a survey recently where, the, the, like, I forget the number of schools, 25 schools, and urban schools, mostly black kids. They couldn't find one kid who read with, uh, was up to proficiency in reading. Not one. Yeah, the schools. Yeah, the schools. I mean, you'll have some, but the schools overall were failing in proficiency. If you had children who were, but it was like it wasn't enough to overcome the ones who weren't. So, um, and that, they, that, that. I mean, that isn't that a form? Shouldn't they sue for that? You're taking taxpayer dollars, saying you're going to educate these students, and you're not. I, living in Baltimore, there was story after story of they would mark these students there present and they weren't there oh boy because it's all about the money because you know each day that a child's in a classroom are marked present that's more money the federal government gives to the school system the federal government should also be suing the baltimore school system because you're taking their money you're taking our money well marie i appreciate you coming on and the naacp needs to be um i guess not taken for its word as quickly and as often as it is, uh, and I'm glad you're standing up and uh, telling the other side of the story. So, oh, thank you for having me, and I wish more people would speak up, would look, would research. Well, you know, come down here to Florida, see how wonderful, how nice it is, how beautiful it is. All right, Marie, we'll we, we'll be doing that here. We'll give you the opportunity. Thanks for coming on. I hope to talk to you again. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. President Biden, House Speaker McCarthy. We'll resume debt ceiling talks later today.
After cutting short his foreign trip, the president will meet in person at the White House with McCarthy in search of a deal to avert a federal default. The two leaders spoke by phone Sunday afternoon as the president was returning home on Air Force One from Japan. The speaker described the call as productive. They face an upcoming deadline when the government could run out of cash to pay its bills. Treasury Secretary Yellen says June 1st is a hard deadline. Greg Clugston. Washington. The Republican presidential field has added another candidate. South Carolina Senator Tim Scott has entered the race. And Democratic Senator Tom Carper of Delaware says he will not seek re-election, but rather retire in 2024. The Dow is down 39 points. The Nasdaq up 97. This is SRN News. People ask me sometimes, Lance, I'm worried about my finances and I feel bad because I shouldn't be worried, right? I realize that inflation is going to be eating up money. I've got to do something to get around this crazy stock market and Biden's spending spree. Gold has, since the beginning of time, been the resource that God's people have relied on. The silver is mine and the gold is mine, is what the prophet Haggai said during a time of great shaking. To protect your retirement, I recommend that you diversify your 401k or IRA right out of paper assets and into physical gold. And the best way to do that is with Gold IRA from the Birch Gold Group. I want you to text the words FAITH, F-A-I-T-H, to 989898 and get a free info kit on Gold IRAs. There's no strings attached to this, so just text FAITH, F-A-I-T-H, to 98. 9898 and see what I've discovered here about gold and its ability to stabilize your investment and create a storage of wealth for you in unsteady times. AM 1250, The Answer. AM 1250, The Answer.com. Hugh Hewitt, The Hugh Hewitt Show. Hi, it's Hugh Hewitt on the next Hugh Hewitt Show. I'm back up in Studio North, and I've gone through New Hampshire on the way there, doing the drive-by, trying to figure out what do the Granite State people think. First of many trips to New Hampshire, I'll tell you all about it on the next Hugh Hewitt Show. Hugh Hewitt, tomorrow morning at 6, right before Mike Gallagher at 9, at AM 1250, The Answer. Hey, John Steigerwald here for Johnny and Jesse Samick, my friends over at Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. When disaster strikes your home or business, demand the yellow van. Fire, water, or mold, Service Master's technicians are trained and equipped to get you back to normal fast. Even when dealing with insurance, you have a choice who repairs and cleans up the mess. Make sure you demand the yellow van. Call Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. Demand the yellow van. We all hear the radio ads about the IRS. They tell you to be afraid, to be scared, and they try to frighten you into calling. I'm not here to do that. Tax Relief Advocates is different. TRA is here to tell you that if you owe money to the IRS, whether it's $5,000, $50,000, or $500,000, we have a solution. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in your car, at work, or with your kids. No matter where you are, call now. 800-575-6745. Don't lose hope. TRA can eliminate or reduce what you owe to the IRS. There is zero risk to you. If we can't reduce your tax debt, then you pay nothing. Our passion is taxes and helping individuals fix their IRS problems. We have a five-star rating on Google and Yelp and an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. You don't need to be afraid of the IRS any longer. End your tax nightmare today by visiting us online at TRA.com or call 800-575-6745. That's 800-575-6745. Tax Relief Advocates, real solutions for real people. AM 1250 and FM 92.5, The Answer. WPGP, Pittsburgh, a division of Salem Media Group. Listen on The Answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or Odyssey. AM 1250, The Answer. Weather. Tonight we'll see mainly clear skies. Expect a nighttime low of 56. Tomorrow, hazy sunshine. Smoke from distant wildfires will enhance both the sunset and sunrise. Expect a high of 79. Tomorrow night, mainly clear skies with a low of 56. Wednesday, partly sunny and pleasant. We'll reach a high Wednesday of 77. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. This is the John Walt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. Well, I'm a movie guy. We talk about movies quite a bit on this show. Uh, one of my favorite guests is um, a movie a movie guy. Uh, and it's um, and it's been uh, known. Uh, it's been nice to see movies coming back to the theaters to watch them. Uh, the Strand Theater is an old-fashioned movie theater in Zillian Opal. 
You can see classic movies there, but also new ones. In this case, it's a brand new one, and it ties in with Memorial Day. Ron Carter is the president and executive director of the Standard Theater Initiative, and he... Strand, what did I say? Oh, Strand. That's a that's a misprint. <laughs> a Strand Theater Initiative. That's the Strand Theater, uh, and uh, he joins us now. Thanks for coming on, Ron. Thanks for having me, John. I appreciate it. Once again, that is the Strand Theater, Ron. In case you uh, are mistake, you know, got confused there. Um, no, no problem. So, so this time you're premiering a movie up there. What's it all about? It's a very compelling film. It's called Journey to Royal, a World War II rescue mission, and it is it's based on a war hero from Elwood City, and it's his, and the, the hero's name is uh, Royal Stratton. And he was a World War II air rescue pilot. And it tells his story of how he basically risked his life and and did tragically die uh, while rescuing nine uh, airmen behind uh, enemy waters in the South Pacific in 1945. And it's just an outstanding film. And it's made by a filmmaker who's out in California uh, Christopher Johnson, but he's also from Elwood City, and it's, and uh, and Christopher Johnson is the great nephew of Royal Stratton. So it's a truly remarkable film. I had a chance to watch it before booking it, and it's it's really great. Yeah, I saw the trailer. It looks really good. I, I is it a docudrama? Exactly right. So they blend these first person interviews with uh, people that were there, as well as some family members of some of the people that might have passed away since then, and uh, with actual dramatic. Uh, footage that recreates the scenario that 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 took place. So it's it's it, it's heart pumping at times, and it's also very sentimental and and uh, and uh, very reverent to the people that were there. So it's going to be a tremendous film. And what we're very excited about uh, doing this with, in partnering with Christopher is that we're offering free admission to all veterans and their spouses. Uh, for the entire run, which is Friday and Saturday at 7.30 and Sunday at 2. So it's free admission for retired or active military uh, service people. And uh, we just think it's going to be a wonderful opportunity to, to honor these people over Memorial Day weekend. And um, so Royal Stratton is from uh, Elwood City, or was from Elwood City. Uh, how well-known is he there? Or I guess he's going to be a lot more well-known after this, but is he... I is he, I, 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 I I don't know exactly how well-known he was up until this film came out. Mm -hmm. I know that there's a lot of press coverage uh, surrounding it. But uh, based on the film, there are people who had lots of stories about him that did know him and that, that did love him and talk about what a dedicated uh, airman he was and, and how he wanted to make sure he had every opportunity to rescue these people behind, uh, uh, behind enemy lines at, when their plane was shot down. Yeah, I... I as a guy who's dabbled in, in working on trying to uh, do a screenplay or two, um, I understand the process and how hard it is to go from coming up with an idea, whether it's a, uh, an original idea or something based on a true story. I know how hard it is to go from that to actually seeing a movie being made about it. Uh, what does uh, Christopher Johnson say about the, the process and how hard it was to get this thing done? Well, it's been a, it is certainly a, a long a very long road because it was it's going back to just the original research. Of course he had, he had stories from um, Royal's widow, uh, but then he had to go and find track down a lot of these um, people that were not from military that were part of Royal Stratton's crew uh, and, and get over to, and he actually traveled to Iwo Jima as well uh, to do his final research. And, it was just a very, very, according to Chris, a very long, very drawn-out process. But when it's all said and done, extremely rewarding because you get to know a man who died over 70 years ago. Yeah, and I'm, I'm always amazed. There are so many. I've read, read a lot of books about World War II and stories like Royal Stratton's story that, that uh, really haven't made it into the history books necessarily, you know, but are out there and are amazing stories. There, There's a... You, there are stories you could do about World War II. You came up with one every day. Stories like uh, Royal Stratton. I wonder yeah, why more movies aren't made about well, those guys. 
Uh, hopefully, hopefully this this will change some of that. I mean, it's one of those situations where there are there were so many battles and so many acts of valor that there were pro- that that might have been lost in terms of uh, not knowing about them, except through people storytelling. And hopefully, this will set an example of how you can tell a, one particular story about one particular combat um, or air rescue pilot and how his life was lost, but through all the lives he saved and, and what happened in the generations after that and what happened in the, in the war efforts after that. And this film kind of digs into that. It doesn't just talk about the mission itself, but it talks about what happened after, after the mission happened and what happened to those people that were saved. And it's just a, it's a really a tremendous uh, testament to these, the heroes of that era. Well, one of the um, the best series ever on television, in my opinion, anyway, is uh, Band of Brothers on HBO, and as I think it was ten different installments. But one of the things that made it really different and great was that at the end of each episode, you actually heard. I mean, you watched these amazing stories, and then you would they were made long enough ago that a lot of these guys were still alive. Um, that. You you watch this story and then you see the people who were actually involved in it, who actually were portrayed in this thing. And there's a an element of that in this movie, um, the Royal Stratton. Yeah, there there certainly is. And another exciting thing about this particular weekend is that Christopher is flying from California uh, to back in the Elwood City area, and he's going to be on hand for all three. Film, screenings of the film for a Q&A session after each film. So he'll have an opportunity, people that are there are going to have an opportunity to hear his own testimony about how this film got made and, and how it impacted his life and the, and the lives of the people that uh, he interviewed. And uh, so it's going to be a really unique experience, and that's why we're so excited to make it available to the public and also offer that free admission to the veterans. So, um, so after each showing, he'll be there to answer questions? That's correct, yep. And um, how often do you do this? This is a kind of an interesting idea. Well, the, the, it's not, one of the nice things about being an independent venue uh, like this, Strand, is that we, we when we're bring brought opportunities like this, we don't have to go through a corporate process. Uh, this this was an email that Christopher Johnson sent out to a lot of venues in the area, and he was actually looking to come out in sometime in June, but we already had things booked, and. Uh, so we talked about doing it over Memorial Day weekend. So he's making a special trip out just for this. And then he's, uh, I think he's going to try to take it on tour and some other places around the area. But uh, at, at this point, his only plan is to come into the Strand for that uh, Memorial Day weekend. And, and it, it, it's a huge benefit that, that we can turn on a dime and, and, and respond to something like this, which is what's so exciting about it. And uh, so it will get dis- some distribution in other places, the movie. I, that that that's his that's his plan. I, I think it might have actually been screened. Uh, I, I'm not sure if it was post COVID or pre COVID. Everything blurs. Yeah. Um, but uh, I know it's been screened in some other places. But uh, this is probably going to be its uh, its biggest house so far. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm just. It just seems to me like a perfect production for the History Channel or uh, 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 some some kind of a TV release. And I'm sure I think it's already available on like uh, on streaming services uh, like Amazon and Hulu and mm-hmm. things like that. But of course, it's a huge difference to be able to watch something like this on a big screen with a, a surrounded by a bunch of people and popcorn and soft drinks and all the stuff that goes with watching a great film and the social aspect of that. So, um, where can people uh, get can get tickets in advance? Sure can. Uh, our website is thestrandtheater.org. And we spell theater, T-H-E-A-T-E-R, uh, causes America. And uh, they can get their tickets through the website. Uh, they can call the box office at 724-742-0400. And again, if you're a veteran, uh, just tell us you're a veteran. Or if you go onto the website to place your order, use a promo code VETERAN. And then uh, just bring us your military ID when you come to pick up your tickets. Hey, well, the, I'm hoping that it works out well for you, and I, um, this the idea that the, the Strand Theater is even able to survive in this day and age with everything that's out there in competition. It's great, a great job you're doing. Before I let you go here, just uh, during COVID, that had to be a, a, a challenge for you to keep it going. Oh, 
It was extraordinarily difficult. I, I, I don't even have near enough time. I could tell you stories upon stories, but we were you know, shut down for a couple of uh, several months, but then we were allowed to reopen, but only at 10% capacity. So we had no opportunities to do live performances at all because of the cost. We did stay open with some films because we could, we were allowed to have 28 people in the house of our 267 seat house Ugh. at 10% capacity. So we were, we were up and running uh, and we basically survived on people's donations. They were very supportive of us. And if I'm, if I may, because we are going to the expense of flying Chris out here for the show mm-hmm. and offering free admission, if anybody would like to make a donation to the strand or become an advertiser in our playbill for this weekend, or just make a donation of any kind, we'd certainly appreciate that. Um, and just imagine how many people would have died if you would have let, uh, like, I don't know, 50 people in instead of 28 for those movies, Ron. Well, you know, my gosh, I mean, the it's lives been, uh, that were saved. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going it to a, a pretty tight space, whether there's 10 people or 300 in it. And, and everybody who's been here, as far as I know, has hung in there. Good. They're, they're still alive. That's great. So it's, yeah, uh, it's, news. it's Journey to Royal Strand Theater this weekend. Uh, good luck with it, Ron. Hope to have you on again. Thanks, John. I really appreciate it. Okay. That's Ron Carter, and he's the president and executive director of the Strand Theater Initiative. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Olivia, and I'm 11. Some people my age might think water in a basement's pretty cool. Who wouldn't want an indoor swimming pool? But my dad taught me a thing or two about homes. You mean all those times I talked about waterproofing. You were actually listening? Absolutely. I'm like Alexa. Okay, so how does JD Waterproofing protect your home? By keeping water out of the basement so it doesn't compromise the structure of your home. And? By not giving yucky mold and mildew a place to grow. Pretty good. Dad, I wasn't finished. Oh, sorry. And JD Waterproofing can save you money. Do tell. By saving you from having to replace your basement appliances from water damage. I couldn't have said it better myself. Got water problems? Don't cry. Call 1-800-VERY-DRY. J&D Waterproofing. 1-800-VERY-DRY. Oil investments involve a high degree of risk. Actual results may vary. Oil and natural gas keep going up as the Russia conflict escalates. Get in on the next major oil boom now and help the U.S. with your patriotic investment that can potentially pay you monthly income for up to 20 or more years. That's the sound of a producing oil well and the sound of a smart investment. If you're an SEC-accredited investor and have at least 25000 liquid now, you can take advantage of Encore Energy's projects and a huge tax savings for this year. If you invest in oil and natural gas, you're allowed to write off nearly 100% of your investment in the first year. Goldman Sachs is projecting oil to go up to $100 a barrel, and natural gas is the fuel of the future and trading at record prices. Call 800-287-6691. Encore Energy is a major your investor and experienced operator in its core area of operations. Call now and learn how to deduct 100% of your investment and create 20 or more years of potential monthly income. Call 800-287-6691. That's 800-287-6691. Are you tired of guessing and second guessing when it comes to trading in the stock market? Then you need Vantage Point Software, your ultimate trading companion. With the U.S. dollar in jeopardy as the world's reserve currency, the time is now to take control of your trading with the power of artificial intelligence. Vantage VantagePoint's artificial intelligence analyzes millions of data points in seconds, so you know what's happening up to three days in advance with incredible accuracy. Now you can experience the power of VantagePoint free. Text money to 813-813. See the AI for yourself when you text money to 813-813. That's M-O-N-E-Y to 813-813. You'll see firsthand how VantagePoint software can revolutionize your trading strategy. Whether you're a seasoned trader or just starting out, VantagePoint software could be your key to success. Trading involves financial risk and is not suitable for all investors. By texting, you agree to the terms available at VantagePointSoftware.com and consent to receive calls and texts using automated technology about offers or info by or on behalf of VantagePoint. Your consent is not a condition to purchase and can be revoked at any time. Message and data rates may apply. Text money to 813-813. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. Well, if you're listening in our first segment, um, we have Marie Fisher on. She's a uh, member of the Black Leadership Network, Project 21, talking about the NAACP issuing a travel advisory for black people, telling them that they should avoid going to Florida. And here's the and, and I talked to her about this. And the amazing thing is that there are people out there who will hear that 
and they'll just nod in agreement. And not just black people, but everybody. We go, well, the NAACP, they're, they're obviously looking out for the, um, the welfare of blacks everywhere. And uh, in case you missed it, uh, the, Derek Johnson is the president. He said, this is part of his statement, under the leadership of Governor DeSantis, the state of Florida has become hostile to black Americans in indirect conflict with, a Demo- with democratic ideals that our, our union was founded upon. He should know that democracy will prevail because its defenders are prepared to stand up and fight. We are not backing down, and we encourage our allies to, allies to join us in the battle for the soul of the nation. Now, this guy, uh, what I say his name was, uh, Derek Johnson, he also at one time said uh, this about uh, Fox News. He said he wanted it to be banned. He, that's what he told Oliver Darcy of CNN a couple of years ago. He wished Fox News would be banned. He said, I wish it could get banned, quite frankly, because it creates more intolerance and more racial instability. If you think about the average person who consumes Fox News, their sense of reality is disconnected from facts. That is the director of the NAAC, uh, the president and CEO, I should call him. That's his official title, Derek Johnson. That is what he's saying about a national TV network that he wishes it could get banned. You know, banned. Who bans things? The government. So he's in favor of stifling, using the government to stifle the information that Fox is putting out. And as uh, Marie Fisher said, that here is is that if you're watching the only the legacy media, which she referred to it as, you're not hearing what she said here in our first segment. She's a black woman who loves it in Florida and who thinks it's great that they're going to offer vouchers to students who can uh, pick the high school they want to go to. And they're getting rid, of, getting rid of DEI in many places. So I just checked since I had Marie on. I wanted to see what was happening in the other segments of the media. Uh, and so I went to Newsbusters, and uh, I, I found exactly what I expected to find. CNN and MSNBC gave an enthusiastic boost to the the NAACP's so-called travel advisory, uh, cautioning cautioning black Americans not to visit Florida. Hosts on both cable networks giddily parroted the hyperbolic warning throughout the weekend and into Monday afternoon, all while conveniently omitting the NAACP's overt far-left leanings. That's that. It's 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 um, it's it just keep perpetu- It just keeps perpetuating this stupidity. The NAACP has a reputation for having done a lot of good things, which which it did a long time ago. But it's telling black people not to go to Florida. It's an advisory to stay away from Florida, despite the fact that Florida has. I, I think it's the best. Um, climate for black-owned businesses in the United States of America. Um, and the NAAC, NAACP um, got great coverage on, sun, on yester, uh, yesterday, yeah, Sunday, MSNBC fill-in host and caustic New York Times journalist Charles Blow wondered if the travel advisory might portend a mass exodus from Florida. The NAACP just issued a travel advisory for Florida in direct response to the governor's attempts to erase black history. See what he said there? He didn't do that in any way that he try to erase black history and restrict diversity programs. Could we see more Floridians moving away as a result of these policies? Are we about to see some sort of Florida flight? That's his question. And Marie Fisher, who we had on the show in the first segment, she left Baltimore. Because Baltimore is a rat hole run by Democrats and probably Democrats supported by the NAACP. It's a rat hole, and especially for black students where the high schools stink, the kids can't get an education. And you want to talk about Chicago? You want to have a, you want to have a travel advisory for everybody, but maybe especially black people. If you want, uh, if you're a black person and you want to be in danger, spend a few minutes in Chicago on a weekend, 
and then on Monday check the figures to see how many people were shot and how many people were killed. And the NAACP is trying to chase people out of, first of all, prevent people, black people from going to Florida, and then, I guess, chase the ones who are living there now out. Find someplace else to live because Florida's not good for you. Uh, CBS was uh, the only one, according to Newsbusters, of the big three broadcast networks not to get in on the action. The story featured heavily in a Sunday evening segment of ABC World News Tonight, while NBC hyped the advisory on Monday's Today Show. So the NAACP's travel advisory got great coverage and uh, on the major networks, and it did not get any pushback from any of those places. Nobody said, well, wait a minute. Uh, that's an, Okay, the NAACP, here's how you do that story if you're doing it right. The NAACP has um, issued an advisory for uh, blacks not to go to travel to Florida. The first thing you should do is get Marie Fisher on or somebody, anybody, a black person from Florida. Not just one black person, but a black representative of other blacks in Florida who can say, no, I live here, I like it here, and I ain't going anywhere. I'm staying here. Where do you want me to live? Baltimore? Should I go to Baltimore and live there? That's what I'm going to do. I'm living in Fort Lauderdale right now. You know, I'm going to get the family together because of what the NAACP said. Let's go load up the moving van. We're moving to Baltimore. Because that's a real. Let's get a nice place in the inner city of Baltimore. That'll be a good place for us. And let me check with the NAACP first and see whether they think I should live in Baltimore or. Fort Lauderdale or Orlando or pick a pick a uh, my a Florida city. That's just what's going on, and it and it there's no pushback, and I'm glad to have the uh, Black Leadership Network to call on because I have those people on a lot from uh, those representatives from that organization, and they speak the truth. I'll talk to you tomorrow. John Steigerwald Show is a production of Salem Media Group and sponsored by Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. Demand the yellow van. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.